What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Romeo J. Ortiz podcast. I know it's a different look. It's a whole new, different thing. I just kind of want to get this out the way. As you guys know, as an entrepreneur, it takes some time to get what you want to get correct. And, um, you know, you always try to find how you want to do things and what you want to focus on and whatever, what have you. I basically came to the conclusion that instead of talking about a bunch of creative stuff on here on my personal page, I wanted to focus the attention to more uh, video business, filmmaking business, because I talk about it all the time. I study it all the time. I've been studying it for the last three years and I actually like practice it out in the field, you know, and what I mean by that is like, you know, um, talking to clients, negotiating with clients, going to get clients and like getting paid for my services as a filmmaker. Um, You know, again, currently we have like uh, three projects open right now and two big clients that are in the air um, that I'm waiting on. So, you know, the steps of the like the last three years has gotten me to this point and it is just getting bigger and better as like time goes on with the position that we're in here at, at Magothic Productions. And the thing is like Magothic Productions is a very small uh, production company based out of New York. You know, we focus on highlights product video um, with their own offering of a product story. Um, that offers a whole bunch of stuff to business owners wanting to create highlight video with ease and with uh, expert knowledge with the video marketing stuff. So uh, a lot, a lot of um, changes from like what we where we first started. But basically, um, I wanted to have a personal channel to talk about other things on the side that had a different audience, and and I wanted it to be like more of like filmmaking stuff. And I was doing more creative stuff. And, you know, I don't really vibe with the creative stuff like that. Again, I'm very creative. I can do things and whatever, whatever. Again, like made short films, done it, I've done it already. But my focus is more of filmmaking business. And that's my love. And it's my expertise at this point, just because of like everything I've been doing. So I rather talk about that. But also, I have noticed that like a lot of people around me in my um, uh, circle has these questions of oh how do you do this how do you do that how do you do this oh where do you look blah 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 and i'm like you know what it would make sense for me to take this route and like try to give the tips that i have been doing because again i'm not nothing huge to where making millions millions of dollars but you know we're on the track to, to to be able to do something like that so um what i wanted to have this podcast geared towards is just a bunch of business tips for videographers or you know photographers or any type of filmmaker but more on the book side and educational side and you know tips side so i wanted to gear this podcast more of like reviewing the material that i have read that has gotten me to this point and you know i'm going to go through all the major books all the major things that has had me have strides and success or like like biggest takeaways and you know they're going to be recommendations for you guys because i feel like anybody who's getting into business but also video production business should be reading these books these are not video production books they're business general books but i figured i'll take the business general books bring it on here summarize it give you the recommendation hopefully you'll go to it to um read it on your own but i will try to morph it into video production terms and like how that makes sense with video production so i think it's a it'll be a good series idea and um you know i've i have two, 2023 has started and in total i have read over 45 um books uh so far and i know that's crazy it's like oh are you actually reading them yes i'm going through all of them again like the the, the proof is in the pudding um i just i just obsessed over reading and like taking time to 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 delegate and practice and blah 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 and like since i'm doing that to myself and overloading myself with that and just taking all the knowledge i'm like you know let me summarize it here you know also again like you know the best learning is also teaching but also to um 
So you guys don't have to sit there and read the books for like 30 hours or like whatever, whatever. I still recommend you go read it, but um, you know, it's just so you can reference here or we can have a conversation like through here and like however may have you. So I'm taking much of your time. It's been four minutes. Um, again, if you like this type of stuff, subscribe, like it's the first episode. So it's going to be kind of, going to be kind of rusty. Again, we have a new setup and stuff like that. I'm using this new road mic that we have not had in a while. Um, not that we haven't had in a while. I haven't used, we've had it for a while now. So, um, today guys, I wanted to go over the book. Uh, one of the first books that I've ever read, uh, for business, and it changed a lot and it kind of skips over the whole college thing, um, which is why I feel like I should start with this and I feel like it would be beneficial. So the book that we're reading today or going over is called My Personal NBA, um, Mastered the Art of Business. I have read this on Audible and I have read the hard copy. That's why I have it right here. So this is the book. I'm going to put it on screen, leave a link to it, whatever it may have you. Again, really recommend this book. This book is basically a college course for business without paying for the college course in business um just you know you pay for the book and it comes with a bunch of material in there that you can um reference and and do exercises with and there's a bunch of theories and also just the protocols of business that's within here so the basic things so things like your system and what's the system and process what is cash flow what is profit margins how to set aside taxes how do you actually know what you're making like a bunch of intricate things like that and again i'm not going to sit here and go through every single one of them because there's a bunch of pointers in this book that goes over all those things and this is a book that i go to to reference when i want to catch up on my business skills or to reference something that i may have forgot or don't know um, i have a lot of notes in this book that just go towards my own business so i have taken the time out to like do a bunch of like notes and write my own um business notes to see if it matches or if I need to adjust something and stuff like that. So uh, this is a really, really good book. Again, um, it's not the longest book in the world, um, but it is it is very hefty. Um, so you can get a lot of good information out of it. So biggest takeaways from this book, again, you don't really need to go to college for uh, a business degree or anything like that. I mean, look, in this day and age, you know, college is kind of, it's kind of, um, it's based on your perspective, if you want to do it or not, depending on like what you're going in for. Business and filmmaking, both of those things separately are not things you need to go to college for, but together, you don't need to do it either. There's a bunch of material online that you can learn. But aside from just learning, you also need to practice as well. So it's like you can read all the stuff you want, but you still need to practice it like in the real world setting with like a client and you need to be able to um, put yourself out there. So Nothing's really even going to matter if you don't do that to begin with. But um, this is what stops you from even trying to pay for go just to go into college to like learn business or anything like that. So again, they teach a bunch of core values in here um, step by step on like what you need to know. Again, a uh, major thing that's the biggest takeaway is like having a system and process and having your business set up to do what you want it to do correctly. Right. So um, which is good because. Those type that type of thing is said in like the first couple of chapters in the like the most important takeaways that you need to know from this book happens in the first couple of chapters, right? Like as you go towards the end of the book, there are things that you necessarily don't need to have down pack right now because you're small. So it's not really something that you would want to harp on. So for example, it's like um I don't want to say that you don't need to to look into this, but you're probably really not gonna be studying hard on your profits you know 
so much at first because you're trying to figure out what the product or services is at first right so it's like once you figure that out you can go through the book and then get to that topic to then like iron that out um but the most basic thing in business is like what you're offering and like what your product is and how is it different from uh your competitions but how can the customer benefit from it more than like what you're getting out of it or like what that could be perceived from a customer so it's like you know, we buy uh, iPhones, right? And they cost like a thousand dollars, right? That's a lot for a phone, realistically speaking. But Apple sells it in a way to where like we need it. We need to have it in our pockets, and you know we're um, not really on the same level as human society if we don't have an iPhone. Like you can, like if somebody has a green text bubble, you're like, oh, you have an Android, you know. Versus like if you have an iPhone, it's like completely different. But iPhone does pack a lot of like features that like you know a consumer would want. So it's like you know easy FaceTime. Um, you don't have like a lot of like uh, viruses that go through um the iPhone system. You know, I know that's like a big thing with Android. So there are benefits that we as a consumer find better, um, and we're able to pay it out and you know want want the item you know so that we both profit in a way not we both profit we both um benefit out of it the company and then the consumer so um basically you need to have like your stuff in order before like even like up and running like brand or 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 making a logo or whatever whatever you know um so they have particular um tests for you to test out certain things that will work in your area or will work as a whole and like proven ideas. Um, it, it basically will test your idea to see if it even makes sense to even do, right? So I'll give you an example, right? So uh, there's a test in here, right? That it's like a 10 point system or something like that, right? Here it is, right? 10 point system, or my watch is getting caught on my uh, wire. So there's a there's a system in here that you can number um, your, um, your business profitability or like how well the idea is gonna work, right? And you go through a couple of, um, I'm trying to find the page here, guys. Sorry, this is what happens when you are doing this live because you got to find everything. I should have had this like already down packed. So is this the page right here? Sign on. So there is something in here that allows you to be able to see how realistic your idea is going to be in terms of like how uh, profitable it's going to be. So, um, oh, okay, I got it right here. So 10 ways to elevate a market, right? Or like to test whether this makes sense. So I'm going to read um, this part of the book just so you can understand what I'm saying a little bit better. So 10 ways to elevate a market. If you're thinking of starting a new business or expanding an existing business into a new market, it pays to do some research before you leave. The 10 ways to elevate a market provide a backup of back of the napkin <laughs> the 10 ways to elevate a market provide a back of the napkin method you can use to identify the attractiveness of any potential market rate each of the 10 factors below on a scale to 0 to 10 where 0 is extremely unattractive and 10 is extremely attractive when in doubt be conservative in your estimates so what does this mean right so again we're going through um the 10 things right Urgency. How badly do people want or need this right now? Right. So then they give an example. Renting an old movie is typically a low urgency. Seeing the first showing of an, a showing of a new movie on opening night is a high urgency since it only happens once. So just with that alone, you're able to see, test out if your idea makes sense. Right. So for me, for example, when I first started doing um, business, I was doing a lot of um, I wanted to make a business to make films for people like indie films. Right. So. Um, when you look at it and you scale that on a scale of one to 10, you know, that's probably like a four or a three, right? Like 
people who make films don't necessarily need to do so and they're also not gonna pay a lot to do that because it's indie filmmakers you know like indie filmmakers don't have a lot of money like let's be honest so it's like to make a business model on to charge somebody like two grand in an indie film market to make a movie that's not gonna make them any money and like you know it's it's a business to consumer concept so like you know big business to like a person like you know just us um that doesn't really make sense and you know from there again the urgency is not even like high so like i'm 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 already like not off to a good start so like let's just say that's three right and then uh the next one is market size how many people are actively pushing purchasing things like this so that's another big factor as well. Like, you know, you want to look at your market, like the idea that you're doing, you want to look in the market to see if that is a thing that's already happening, right? So it's like film production, video production, right? Creating business videos. This, everybody's doing it, right? Which is a good thing. A lot of people don't think that that's a good thing. Oh, it's oversaturated. You know, I, I can't get no business out here and blah, blah, blah. No, because there's a lot of it going on, that means that the market is rich and there's a lot of money to be made. You just need to grab some share of that market to be successful, right? So it's like, depending on how you position yourself, you can and be good with three clients a month if you're charging like three thousand four thousand dollars but there are steps to get to that for you to even do that to begin with right so those are just two things out of the 10 things right and like let's just go to something else to where it makes sense right so let's let's see this right here right so number eight upfront investment how much will it take you to invest before you're ready to sell, right? So example, to be a housekeeper, all you need is a set of inexpensive, inexpensive cleaning products. To mine for gold, you need millions of dollars to purchase land and, F and obfuscating equipment. Um, I know how to say that word. It's just, again, it's, it's early in the morning. Um, so that's a big deal, right? Like if you're trying to start your business, like how much do you need to put into it to start out with? Do you need to put $10,000? Can you work out with $2,000? Again, when you're making film production, you don't even really need gear to do business. You just need to know the business and then rent it. You don't actually need to have a camera. You know, you're lucky if you have all that stuff because you save money. Yeah, but you know, or you have it on call, but you can rent those things out. You don't need to have those things. So um, depending on how you look at it, when it comes to, to film production, it could be expensive or it doesn't have to be expensive depending on how you do it. So um, if you go through the whole book and then you do those things, you would have to scale yourself on one to 10. And when you number it up, I believe if the number is over 70, uh, if it's, uh, yeah, if the score is over 75 or above, you have a very promising idea. If anything is 50 to 75, um, it has the potential um, to pay the bills, but you need to work on it a little bit more. Anything below 50 ain't working. So if you end up doing the, um, the numbers, you'll be able to have a, a better way or a better way to start to know if the idea is going to work or not. So again, like if I would have did this at the time, I would have knew that indie filmmaking wasn't going to make me money, like trying to sell it to like indie filmmakers type stuff, you know? So that, that wouldn't matter versus, um, you know, and then we went to actor demo real stuff actor, which after which, you know, there's a market for it. You know, there are people that do it. But again, it's still like a B2C market um, and you're not profiting a lot out of that either. You, you know, you can only charge that type of audience so much, um, which also the book also brings up as well is like knowing your your, your niche in and your target audience, um, you need to know who you're selling to for any of that to even make sense. So it's like if. I am doing film video production. Who am I doing it for? Right. And then like, what is that? So it's like, again, we do highlight product uh, videos here. Who is that for? For us, it's project uh, product managers and small business owners in NYC who want to delegate um, 
video marketing content creation that they, they don't want to deal with and they don't know anything about it. You know, they just want to delegate it to somebody else when they're like mad busy. So um, that's the niche they were in and that's the market they were in. And, you know, we can adjust things from knowing that. So I know how to market to those people. So it's like, you know, I know where to place my ads at uh, at the times or I know where to place them at in particular because I'm going after a particular person. If I don't know that I'm shooting in the dark and I don't know anything. So you're wasting a lot of money like that. So when you have uh, these measurable things and a sniper shot rather than a shotgun shot, because a shotgun shot, again, spreads, right? It's spray and pray. Sniper is very accurate, you know, so you want to be very accurate so you can be able to like pull in the big fish. So um, you want to be able to, to know those to know those details. And again, in this in this book, they go over market research and being able to find that out within your area without going to do a bunch of crazy stuff. Because, again, like there's a bunch of ways you can do that. I mean, like, you know, um, there, there's a bunch of different methods. Um you know, one method is having a beta client, um, which is not my original idea. I um, adopted that from Flash Film Academy by Ty Turner. Um, if you guys do not know him, I hi- highly recommend checking him out. And he is somebody that I will be talking about in terms of a video because I do think a lot of filmmakers need to know about his channel because he's what started a lot of me even getting into this and understanding it a little bit better. But again, he's he's somebody who works in the industry and like, you know, does a lot of content around like making business as well, you know. And, you know, everybody has their own um, methods of doing things, but he's created a, a, or has taught a way um, how to know your target audience um, as a, a filmmaker, videographer, and that's um, getting a beta client, which means going to shoot with your potential target audience for free in return for information to market to them better, right? So again, if I do have a beta client that does restaurant stuff, right, and I'm a restaurant food photographer, if I have somebody who is in that niche, um, I can very much shoot for them for free and get all the ins, ins and outs. Hey, how much would you actually pay for this? Um, where's your actual issue here? Um, you know, so I can make a product to then mirror what that issue is. So it would be easier to sell it to them or I can word things in a way to where when they come to my site, I don't even have to sell them. And again, even with the niche, it goes way more in depth as well because you could be shooting burgers, you could be shooting fries, you could be shooting seafood. Like, you know, what kind of food are we shooting? Again, I know there's a debate on like how niche you can go and like, you know, is it bad or not? And again, that's a whole separate topic. But the point is you still want to have a base on like what you're looking at and like what you're aiming down so you can adjust accordingly. If you don't have anything to measure, any statistics, nothing will ever work out for you. And I think that's what the book also tries to portray as well with their methods. It's like they give you methods to break down every type of aspect of your business so you're just not shooting in the dark. So again, like with the profits, they have a formula on how to see what you're actually making after each thing is sold or like each time you do the service. So you can better um, adjust your your margins and your price or, you know, how to um, move money around or just know how to predict what you're going to make and just have a sustainable business. Again, like having a business is predictable and sustainable for a long period of time, but you also need to reinvest in it as well. So having those formulas make those things easier. So instead of being like, again, I'm using low numbers, but I have $500 and, um, somebody pay me $500 and my profit out of that is like, realistically speaking, like a hundred dollars, 
you know, what can I really do after a hundred dollars after like the 400 already covered all the costs? Like, you know, I can't really do much. It can make me travel. I can get dinner here and there, but that's not profitable like that. You know, um, again, it depends on like where you're at as well in the world too. I mean, look, video production is very high here in New York city. That's why I live in Jersey city, but my company is based in New York because that, that New York City is popular with a bunch of booming companies every day in businesses versus being in the middle of like Hawaii might be a little different depending on like what you're shooting. But again, in Hawaii, there's a lot of surfing and water stuff over there in boats. Maybe you can shoot boat videos over there and you're the only boat person there. And again, all you need is really like three clients to have that be a thing for a while again and if you try and if you charge correctly like that could work out so again there it's very 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 intricate but that's why it takes a lot of, a lot of studying and like knowing these things so this book is a great basis to know where you want to go and know where you want to be in a couple of years and again it's a great reference if you don't know something so again i'm going to go back to a topic i said a point i said before the book starts out with a bunch of basic stuff that you need to know. So it's like, what is your product? What is your service? And like, you know, you would go through those steps, but it teaches you as well, like, you know, why people even buy and what are the reasons for that as well. So, you know, buying when customer buys, it's very more in depth than it is just like buying it because like, you know, I like this thing or whatever, whatever people buy because it solves a problem that they're having in their life, externally, internally, and philosophical, but also two people do buy based off of um, status. They do base, they buy based off of um, fear of losing out on something. Um, there's a bunch of uh, different things that people buy off of. And again, like they give you the basics in here, but those are different books that teach you methods that are like even more um, crazy. And my uh, camera just died right now. So I have to switch the battery. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. So it's like you want to have those in order so you know what you can be playing off of when it comes to your product. So again, like we do services, so it's a little different because the book talks about like products and stuff. But, you know, having a service is, is, is just a little um, a little adjustment. It's not that serious. But like, you know, again, a couple of things here, the drive to acquire, the drive to bond, the drive to defend, the drive to learn, the drive to feel. These are why customers... Um, buy or some of the reasons core human drives um so those are things to know and you know when you have those type of concepts in your um in your in your um in your pocket you know you can better harp on things that your product does do for people so it's like again like what was it um the desire to do what the desire to defend right so it's like if i'm a gun manufacturer you know that's the main reason why gun manufacturers exist to defend um you know to hunt yes but like to defend yourself when you have a house and whatever whatever people who have an apartment buildings who like live in the city they probably don't really care much about that they're they just it's not like that you know somebody who has like a big property somewhere in the middle of nowhere might want to have some stuff on them because you know again animals could attack robbery can break in like anything you never know so like th those type of people would want to purchase a weapon faster than whatever whatever and again as the gun manufacturer company would be hey you know d d we make this so you can defend yourself in like these tough situations when the world goes crazy just know that our stuff is going to work the best so um knowing that does help so you know um you know those are the main 
um, things of this book. And again, there's a bunch of other things that go with the book that, you know, again, like I, we could be here all day talking about. But again, it's just literally a bunch of and it's also knowing what terms are as well, too. So it's like, you know, what is cash flow? You know, um, what is um, liquidation? What is um, capital? What is Again, system and process, like a system and process for a business is very important. That is how you run your business. You know, um, a lot of us as filmmakers and videographers, and this is where I'm going to twist it. I guess in the second part, this is where I, I'm going to summarize and then I'm going to like twist it into like us as filmmakers and stuff like that. As a filmmaker, you know, we do not know a lot of business stuff and we approach things that can make people run away in business. So it's like, you know, we think that we can shoot everything all the time, right? And like, you know, I know there are certain people that it'd be ridiculous where they're like, oh, you can't, oh, have you ever shot this? Oh, well, you've never have, like, we can't work with you. Like, I get that. But that's why if you specialize in something, you can always not have that issue, but you can also charge more as well if you are the expert in that genre. Um, so it's like, you know, you want to be able to show that as a video production company you don't want to run up in there and like not have your stuff together and just you know say i can shoot this and that and just dip out you know you want to be able to build a system and process with how you do your video production but instead of just being a videographer you can grow that into a business again we want to be able to not go on every shoot all the time and make a lot of money and be able to you know invest in the projects that we want to like you know making films or doing whatever may have you um so as a filmmaker, having this book makes you learn just business entirely. Like if you don't know business at all and it's kind of daunting and you don't know where to start and it's kind of like, ah, you know, I don't want to learn that. This is instead of it being like a book where it's like a book book it's a bunch of formulas and just a bunch of references to like what you should know just so you can get started. So, again, you know, when you get past the knowing your product and service again, like, cause we already know we would want to shoot something. Right. But you know, them saying that maybe now it may be like, Hey, I might want to shoot food stuff now. Um, but on top of that, now, you know how to build the system and process to be able to get, you know, that big money within that market or know if that market even has big money to begin with. So, um, you know, we as filmmakers, content creators, and like, you know, creatives have the liberty to be able to use these methods to our advantage more than a lot of other businesses can because what we do is not something that people can touch. It's something that, you know, it's kind of an idea and it's a strategy with visuals, right? And, you know, we're still in a day and age where that's not, people are still trying to trust um, video production and seeing how that could help out their business. But we are in the age where like everybody needs it at this point. I mean, like after um, COVID hit, like, you know, we all went digital. So it's like everybody needs the content to sell. And when you position yourself in a place to where you can show somebody like, hey, you can make money by just making a photo, you can make more than what I, you're, um, I'm charging you. People will do it like nine times out of 10. I mean, look, I've had, I have a client currently right now or a couple of clients that, you know, they're not really from the video production background. They're, they have another industry, you know, um, one's in beauty. Another one is in, um, performance, like training. And, um, they know that they want video. Like they know they need that to show the proof of what they do and like you know that could expand their business to grow but in order to get video production done correctly you know you can't do that for under a certain amount of of money like you cannot go out there i'm not going out there for 200 dollars 
to shoot anything. <laughs> I'm not, uh, that's not happening, right? So, um, in order to do, uh, a production correct, you know, we have to have certain things. So, like, you know, we offer, uh, something called a product story, which is something that we're developing. And it basically is a highlight video for a company, um, for a, a particular product. So if you want to highlight this new, um, contraption that, makes you fly you know and like that's what your company specializes in and that's what you guys do we come in to create a video that specializes in showing off that product's uh unique benefits and features in a video format and again video marketing you know um if you guys have a product launch coming out um, there are things you can do to make that product launch successful. If we need a product demonstration video to be able to show people like how easy this thing is able to use um, versus like your competitors, like, you know, that's what we come in. So, you know, off the bat, me just saying that there's a lot of value in that already. So if I'm, if we're coming in like dem like filming your products and how it's being used and why it's better than the competitors, that's already a good point to start with when it comes to, you know, what we do at least, you know? Um, so I can always go in into a, a meeting and say like, Hey, look, like, you know, you're going to make, I've done this. I've done this like the other day. It's like, uh, again, um, I'm not going to say like numbers and, and anything crazy, but I basically had somebody who didn't understand why things cost the way they did. It's like, why, why do we need a light? Like, why do we need lights? Why do we need sound? Why do we need all that? And I'm like, well, you know, if we're doing, if you're presenting this as your brand to sell, because what this person is doing is literally making video to sell to other people. I'm like, you know, you're going to sell it at a high price. And, you know, this person knew what they were going to sell it at. Basically, this person has a, you know, a really well sustained business and uh, for, you know, let's just say it's in, let's just say it's close to makeup. We all know makeup is a big industry, right? Let's just say it's close to that type of thing. Has a big audience already, has people who already trust the business already. All you need is three people to make this back in your investment. And then you're going to make more with this video anyway. If you're going to sell it for $800 a piece and I'm charging $1,000 for it, all you need is two people. And then now everything else after is pure profit. I mean, it's still pure profit after two people because you're profiting what, like what, minimum $500 if, if you are selling it for $800. So, um, you know, when you present things like that, instead of it just being, you know, I can shoot this, I can shoot that, and like I could dip out and dip in and dip in and like not have any type of strategy. Um, people don't like that. And you got that all that goes according to like what you're specializing in and like what your um expertise is in. So it's like again, as a video company, we have the liberty on doing this with anything. So it's like, you know, I'm a pr I love reptiles, right? I love reptiles, I love snakes, I love animals and like whatever have you. I want to move to Florida one day. If I go to Florida. I will probably most likely make a business surrounding video production when it has to do with shooting reptiles in that area. Why? Because reptiles are big in Florida, right? Um, there is like no limitation on like what you can own down there and breeding happens a lot down there. And in order to, you know, show off the animals, you need visuals, right? Some of the animals that um, our, our, our bread, you know, like ball pythons, for example, like have different morphs, right? And like, they're very, very expensive. I'm talking about like one ball python could be like $2,000 if you get a certain morph. So if I know that and they need these pictures to show the animals off, show they're healthy, show that they are in a good spot, show that they are getting taken care of well. So people, cause you know, people with animals, they are very serious about that. Like people will not buy from Petco cause Petco does not treat their animals correctly. Right? So if I'm a content creation company, 
that does things for reptiles, you know, only just content for that. Um, and my goal is to be able to knock down the doors of why people won't purchase from a cert, like from reptile companies to know like if the animal is okay or not. Like we can stop that with content with just pictures and just a highlight video on like the facility and blah, blah, blah. People are going to want to do that. And again, if you're selling it for $2,000, like a snake, and I'm charging you like three grand because like, you know, I'm, I only do this for reptiles, you know, you can't get this nowhere else. And like, you know, it's not also just with the, so that's another thing too. So you need to know your niche and you need to know the the goal of like what you're even doing for any of this to make sense. Right. Again, it's very intricate. That's why like we can be here all day. Business is very complex and you can't just get it overnight. And you know, that's why it's never even really good to try to copy other people when you're doing this because there's a lot of behind the scenes things that you don't know about and you thinking you're following them could actually like fuck you up um, in the end. Um, you want to also position yourself of being the expert of just making videos entirely, you know, like somebody told me one time like, oh, like, why can't I shoot this off my iPhone and whatever? And I'm like, well, why are you? asking me to shoot it for you then if that's the case if you know how to do it so well like why are you coming to us to shoot for you again you know that there is a difference in quality yes quality is so quality is not important right it's not the most important thing but you want to that should be the standard you shouldn't have to be like oh like if you hire me you're gonna get 4k like whatever the deliverables needs to be for this video is just what it should be so like selling somebody on 4k doesn't make any sense i don't even know what that means um but if you position yourself in being the subject subject matter expert in your niche, but also in just making video production, um, and my camera just died again, guys. <laughs> I had to come back to you one more time. Yeah, I probably have like six different setups because <laughs> my cameras died so much times. But I want to end off with the note of saying that you want to specialize in just knowing video production as well on top of like just your niche i mean like you know i was i was saying that i have a client that like our service again i'm i'm building our service to be very very friendly to to people with products and stuff like that so it's just like for example like we have this business that we are shooting a bed stuff like Raymore and Flanagan type stuff. And they basically want us to take care of like getting the bed in and out the studio. Now, you know, that's not that hard to do, you know, however that could be a premium price if you want me to handle that because that could get stressful and you know just me knowing how things works in terms of production like what can i do to get the bed in and out of there in a special way that doesn't like hurt the studio or you know do anything crazy or like what is that even going to look like you know that's money that has to be spent so it's just like you know you want to be able to position yourself to where it's not just video it's just the an expertise and you want to expert you want to specialize in different things again a lot of videographers don't know about video marketing or marketing in general or just business so it's like you know to be able to do to be able to try to be in a business and not know business and you know charging 200 and some dollars i mean like again I, like again another example small example um i had a client tell me that they got somebody to shoot pictures for them for like $200 for a good six hours. And he took pictures of the person's daughter, took pictures of their whole staff, took pictures of the person and brought them to the studio all for 250 and he edited it. Now, this is stuff that like, you know, us as content creators and business people, we have to like try to fight past because, you know, naturally speaking, like if you can get a cheaper price somewhere else for like good quality, like, you know, you're gonna do so. And 
you know, we were negotiating another project and that was brought up and it was like, well, you know, that's photo. This is video. That's number one. I don't, I don't do photo. Right. Um, I mean, it's an add on, but I don't specialize in photo. So I don't know what his itinerary is. And, you know, realistically speaking, like even if I was doing the photo for you for 250 for eight heads at my studio for seven hours and you want me to edit it for $250, it's not happening. There's no way that's happening. I don't even know how that guy is even surviving. <laughs> so um, that is it, guys. I think my camera is dying again. I'm going to wrap this up again. Hopefully you guys did enjoy this uh, podcast um, episode for the personal NBA. Again, this is a new format that I'm trying out. I would like the podcast to be more with uh, material like this and then I can morph it into video stuff so you guys can get a grasp again i'm gonna leave the link in the description to the book please give it a read um if you want to start business and you want to start learning it this is a great place to start no college none of that and you also have all the formulas that you need to have a base and you have um things to test out if your idea would work before you actually waste money and stuff like that so um please leave a like subscribe i will see you guys in the next podcast where we'll be talking about another um book material that i have read and um we'll go over it in that one so stay tuned